back again. We're back. We're back. <laughs> someone tell me. Someone told me. If you're watching the video podcast uh, version, uh, I actually tap the sides of my chair every time we start, apparently. Oh, and I just realized, as I did it, I was like, ah, oh, I've been caught out. Um, so watch the visual one, because the visual's fun. <laughs> but anyway, we're... That's totally a side note. But we're here, uh, uh, Gideon, my dad, Hook and Dyke, uh, pastor of Harmony Church. And then uh, I am also a pastor here, Johnny Hook and Dyke, uh, father and son. We talk about random stuff. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't always... Most of the time you're not prepped. You have no idea what we're talking about. And I kind of just like, um, I guess, take you on a... Just let's just up. go. Let's, mm. let's talk about random stuff. Um but the but today we are going to talk a bit more about um, forgiveness, and you're going to, I guess you're going to take a bit more of a um, mm-hmm. a lead today because uh, so that we're actually uh, at the moment at church doing a we're doing a subject what was it series a series on um, mental and emotional health yeah um, and just growing in it because uh, it's a it's a big wall to uh, I guess being able to encounter God and like mm-hmm. it's a big thing that can stop people from actually. Entering in the fullness of what God's got, totally. and that's kind of like well, I, guess, I think that's one of the main. Well, like why 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 would you why have you kind of pushed for it as well? I, I think so one of the main things in mental and emotional health is basically your self talk. Yep. What do you say to yourself the whole day? Hmm. I mean, uh, Dave Riddell was so amazing last week, and hopefully if oh, you yeah, if you've sure. missed that that one on depression, make sure you watch wow. it. Um, but he is so good, and, and and one of the things I've learned from him is the whole thing of self talk, and and that's why the book you know learning uh, to tell yourself the truth that book. Yes. It's very important because what is your self-talk? Your self-talk can completely take you out because yeah. if your self-talk is really negative, if you have some really big lies about your life, about who you are, what you think about, one or two things can completely derail your whole life. Yeah. And so we need to make sure that truth, uh, Jesus says the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. Now to make sure that we have truth in every part of our being. It is. You know, sometimes it's, in the spirit you can be <clears throat> even levitating. Man. I mean, you can walk on water, if you, but if you are in your head, have some ideas about yourself, about the world, about life that can take you out. You can do everything supernaturally, but if you, if you can't even live with yourself, if your mind is not your friend, man, it's like, like David says, it's like hell on earth, yeah. literally between your ears. Yeah. And so it's important that we get truth between those ears. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the, what we want to hit on, because I think there's a lot of people that have had, um, and that's the th- we're kind of going down that topic at the moment um, a bit more intentionally. Sorry, the microphones. Uh, we've got a cool as wireless mics today because I lost yeah, the mics. I, uh, I left them at home. Oops. But um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a there's a um, there's a good demographic of people that are really uh, struggling with. It's it's so heavy mm. that that what's between their ears, you know, that they um they just stop. And it's just like it's really cool that we get to really talk about this openly in a, in a church environment. Um, and you know, uh, my my history is that I've had a lot of um, history with, I guess, uh, mental and emotional health, especially uh, depression, from the age of sixteen. And I'm pretty open about it. I'm happy to talk about it. Um, and I'm still on the journey. There's a, there's a lot of people that that uh, that are set free completely. And um, but there's a there's a whole lot of people that it is an ongoing journey. It is an ongoing thing, which. Uh, which can can be tough, but it's also um, you learn a lot in those moments too, and it's a, it is a choice in those moments to figure out you know God what are you saying? But I think there's a cool thing that we're really we're really I guess highlighting the fact that it is a thing, like and it's it's tough. Yeah, whatever the origin. 
Yeah, well, wherever it's, it's a chemical thing, it's a true thing. abuse thing. It's but it's so cool because I mean, I um, oh, uh, I actually got to have a counselling session with him afterwards, as you know. Well, you're, yeah, you're here, David Dell. Dad was here at Bubble Dutch last last week, but yes. he just wasn't in front of a mic. <laughs> was just um, he was here. He was just standing next to us. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. But we got to have a, I got to have a counselling session, which was really cool, and it was just so interesting. Like the the it was funny because he's. He's got to a point in his life, and you can just tell that he's kind of like sick of people's drama. That he he knows the truth. He comes like he can come across as strong, and I mean, I've I heard someone say you know with an ego, but reality is he's got to a point where he's just like, no, that's the truth, and you just need to get over yourself. And Absolutely. like this is a big truth, and like it's pretty confronting. And like I had within my session, he was like, you know, what about this, this, and this. And like had a whole lot of steps, and it was real. It was real cool about um, his counselling method because it was a whole lot of truth bombs. Mm. It was a whole lot of I call them bombs because he he even said he's like, "Oh, was that too blunt? You know, or was that too much? Like, sorry for being, you know, forward." But it was so good. Like it was again set the me free. The truth set you free. It genuinely did. And we say, we say that and this is like a throw around, you know, Christian phrase. I know. Or, I mean, I think it's in other circles as well. But it's a it genuinely does. But. Sometimes we don't want to hear the truth, no. or we don't want to speak the truth. I mean, look, look at well, little children. Yeah. Look at yeah. me, children. You know, you want to speak the truth. But somebody, when Johnny, when you do something wrong when you're young, you know, it's, Johnny, don't do this. And if you're mm. disobedient, you know, we've got to discipline you because we want to make sure that you don't go there because it's dangerous for your life. Mm. But don't think that because it's bad for you. Mm. But there's a lot of adults who have the same thing. Yeah. We believe certain things, and so I don't mind having truthful people speak to me. Now, if you have a small ego, hmm. and if your identity is not secure in Christ and in yourself, then then you will struggle with this. Hmm. And sadly, in this nation, there is a bit of the tall poppy syndrome. There is a bit of an orphan spirit type um, a, a psych- psychological uh, stance hmm. that is not not always that healthy. I found when I come into yeah. this country, it is not very flamboyant <laughs> and, and necessarily right. It's more of a... Would you say it's more of a assert- an assertiveness? Because, like, yeah, I mean, assertiveness used... to speak to speak that. Yeah, to, to kind of like involved. be. Yeah, and we we'll speak about that next week. So maybe we can talk about maybe even about is, next week. Talk about assertiveness has to do with boundaries. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what we need: boundaries. Yeah, but like you said before, I think it's important that we um, that we know who you are. And and you've had problems with mental and emotional health, right? Yep. I haven't, but I have. I was just thinking, mm. you know, because I had more issues in the areas of performance hmm. motivation. I yep. was completely in performance mode because I was learned, although my family were Christians, you know, missionaries, fourth generation missionary, it was all about the show must go on. Hmm. And I remember my brother, it was actually really hard. My brother, we had an issue, we had a bit of a fight one time and my wife was there too and I was crying, man. It was, I was, would have been maybe 23 or something, whatever. And we had an issue that we're dealing with, and we were fighting. We were not good. There was mm. like, I was crying, and he was like, this is so bad. Yeah. And, and then um, I said to my father, hey, we need to talk about this. No, 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 no. He says, we have to go to this thing, and there was something we had to do. He says, guys, we'll talk about later. The show must go on. Hmm. But it was a bit of a theme of his life because I understand that he wanted to do that first. The problem was he never came back to it. He never said, hey, what was this thing again you yeah. talk about? Very important for me. Hmm. So I, in my psyche, in my things, I said, the show must go on. And that became hmm. my psyche. That became my default setting. Yeah. But if you, if, you, if you do it in the Christian life, and particularly the whole area of this week where we're looking at, the whole area of forgiveness, 
hmm. and sin and those kind of issues, when you get into a performance mode yeah. and you're trying to please God yeah. and you think you're never good enough, it's a disaster for your life. Yeah. And then when, for me, with my, I had some sexual abuse in my life when I was young. So when you have that thing that hits in your life too, man, it's, it's as bad as you hmm. in a different area. Yeah. And I became a performance-driven sure. person that I had to hmm. prove myself worthy in every area of my life. Yeah. But That's hard, man. Yeah. You know? Because you're never good enough. <laughs> in yeah. the sense of you're never going to make it. Yeah. In the sense of by whose standards, you know? Hmm. And if you have a high standard in your own life, then you're trying to reach that, but then you fail and you flip and go into a, some kind of a tailspin. Yeah. And then you crawl out of it again. And if God is involved with that, and if there's issues with sinfulness and unforgiveness involved with that, and you think God is angry with you, and you put it all into a mix, hmm. disaster. So yeah. I live with that, Jonathan, yeah. for a lot of my life. Hmm. So I know what you're talking about in that sense, hmm. because it's also a mental issue. It was here that I yeah. had to process that's the truth thing. And that, yeah. I, think, I think that's the thing is like, um, as a, it's and that's the I think that's the common denominator there because I think, I think people, in that, in that deep, uh, dark place, depression mm-hmm. would be like, yeah. not really like yeah, but the truths are the are the middle ground in that one. Yeah. Um, I one I'm probably more speaking on myself, but on behalf of myself, but. It's a it is a it's a weird thing. Like it doesn't really. Yeah, I never had I never had suicidal things in my yeah, life. Yeah, I think that's the that's the big. No, I didn't go that the... far. But I always had to prove myself. I've never felt good enough. What happened to me is I became afraid of people. Hmm. And people look me, you know, they see me now in the stage, and I, I speak for ten thousand people if I want to, and I love that now. Hmm. But they're all small. But I really struggle with people, hmm. and I was really afraid of people. In school, I avoided. Any speaking, public speaking. I mm. wouldn't go if I had the, some public things to do. I wouldn't do it. I mm. wouldn't go. I got out of most of them. Mm. The only time when I start to relax and when I came into my own is when I knew how much God loved me mm. and how much... Remember, I, I, I tell the story. I don't know if there's all the story here, but one time, maybe interesting to hear, one time, it was not that long ago, maybe um, 15 years ago, mm. that God uh, put me... I fell into a seat. He says, sit down, Gideon. And I felt like sitting down, and he started to speak to me. He said, Gideon, if you, if you never get up out of this chair, you know, then I will love you the same way as if you will save the whole world and be like, be like Billy Graham or whatever thing you want to do in your life and how, however you want to make your life count. I will mm. never love you more. You can relax right now. Yeah. I will love you no matter what. And then I started to understand the theology about eternal forgiveness, what Christ has really done for us on the cross. And that combination, about, and then the goodness of God, I learned about the goodness of God, hmm. and then all these things I didn't know. And yeah. those things became real, my framework of life, and I started to love myself. Hmm. And so that really changed my life, and now I'm pretty secure in myself, not because I'm that awesome, although I say I'm awesome the whole time, because that's how God sees me. But I really believe it. I really know that I'm awesome, even though I make mistakes all the time, hmm. and I can be a red bag sometimes, you know? So what would you say... Um because that's the thing, and, and, the, and I think that's a, that's a that's a it's a thing that we use quite a bit as a, as um as a Christian language, mm. and used a lot of Christian language right then just then. Okay. Christian, <laughs> yes, yes, um, I'm a Christian. It's a, yeah, I mean it is, but like it's a it's a yeah, fair enough. What are your what are your tangibles in those in those moments? What 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 would you say are your like you know those three things that re- that actually got you there, and 
cost three things, man. Even five things. Okay, so one thing is is the key one, and I didn't even know that after I had a master's of theology. Is and I don't know if I've ever said that before. Is in my in my paper from my master's paper, one of the papers I did at the end of my master's papers. I think the one of the last ones, I had to do a master's paper on the covenants. Hmm. And I thought, okay, it's interesting, you know. And I did this master's paper on the covenants, and I found out. I know it's very simple. It is so simple, hmm. but it completely changed my life. Hmm. Somewhere in my psyche, I still thought that my relationship with God and the covenant I have with God was up to me and up to him. i got to keep my side of the bargain. He gives his. Like it's a contract. Hmm. Because, hey, that's the way it is. God loves me. He gives his stuff to me as long as I do my stuff. Hmm. When I found out that the new covenant, because that's a Sinai covenant, is like that, the old covenant, but yep. we're not invited in that. When I saw the new covenant, that the covenant was between the Father and Jesus Christ, not with me, but for me. It comp- that's quite I, different. I cried so for a whole we'll, week. We'll go back to that. So I was so excited again. about this. this so that's quite big. That's like very big. So we've just gone. You said it really quickly. Can we just? Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said it extremely quickly. Yeah, sorry, to go sorry. over it again because that's yeah. quite big. So, so you're saying that? I guess that's the that's the thing is that it's between what God and. So it's Jesus. Godhead, really. It's between yeah. Jesus Christ and the Father, on our behalf. Yeah. So it's not even like the covenant isn't with us. It's no. purely for us. It's for us. Which means it is a, like, what is that? What was the big thing that that meant for you? That I could relax because I just talked about earlier on. You know, yeah. I can cry now because I was so into this performance thing and I knew that I tried to be a good Christian boy and then I knew my thoughts and I knew how I failed so many times. Hmm. And so I was always breaking my, the covenant. I was always breaking impure thoughts, you don't think anger. Because they'll, uh, they'll put you into the unbelief. I'm not good enough. I know, category, all the time. And so when it happened, but the thing is, though, what you have to understand, Jonathan, that's why it was so excited for me. That's where my journey started with understanding grace yeah. and the new covenant. It was not just it was not just the new covenant, which we are invited to. That's yeah. the only thing we're invited. But I understand that the Abrahamic covenant was also that way. In, in, in Genesis, I think Genesis 8 or 12, God made covenant with Abraham. He puts him to sleep. He wasn't even awake. And then he walks through the carcasses in that way, they, they cut carcasses, the blood mm. covenant, and then king, kings would actually walk through the carcasses and say, we make covenant today with each other. They wouldn't have burned. They wouldn't, some people do it these days, you know, in those days, in, in particular the occult. They would do like, they cut themselves blood, remember, and they share blood together. Mm. That's how they make covenant. Mm. Um, but the blood covenant that God made was with animals had to be cut. And there had to be a pathway had to be made on site. And then kings would walk through the pathway and said, this would happen to you if you don't keep your side of the covenant. But we together make a covenant today with these animals, you know, on behalf of the people. And so when you see in the old covenant, you see Abraham was asleep. Mm-hmm. And then you see the fire and the brazing something else. Some Go look it up. It was basically the father and the son going through that carcasses on behalf of Abraham. He was even asleep. So the covenant was, God says, I made covenant with Abraham on that day. Mm-hmm. And he was even asleep. So it was for him, not with him. Now, the Sinai covenant, what God didn't want, he said, do you want this? Yeah, yeah, we can do this stuff. He said, I don't want you. I want to be your Lord. I want to have, you know, you can't keep your side of the bargain. And I said, we can all do it. And you know, the first thing that happened, 3,000 people died because they couldn't keep 
the outside the covenant. And so the old covenant is like this. And that's where we kind of get this stuff from. Mm-hmm. This old thing, do good, be good. Do bad, get bad. All this stuff is there, mirroring away. And that was my life story. But mm-hmm. then I saw that this one was grace in Abraham. But the new covenant, which is the only covenant that we are invited into, is also to do with God the Father and God the Son on behalf of us. Mm-hmm. And so that gave me such freedom. Yeah. Because now it's not up to me anymore. I come into it by faith, and even the faith is a gift from God. Yeah. So I'm in some ways off the hook. Yeah. But not in a negative way, in an in a, in a entitled way. It is like, man, that's why grace is so... That's what's called grace. Mm. I can't do anything about it. The only thing I can do is believe it and receive it. Now that, as you can imagine, for somebody who's performance-driven, yeah. completely changed my everything. Because hmm. that would be the... And that's the thing, I asked. That's, I remember when, I remember we had that, um, we had like one of our first new Christians at, at Harmony, um, we were jealous because he didn't have to unlearn so many things like yep. that. And I remember we, we talked about it, we're like, and because even I'm like, I'm like, that's so irrelevant. You know, for me, I'm just like, I don't even understand, like I've got no comprehension of that because I didn't ever think like that. You never so I'm kind of like, I, no. like you've just, you know, you. And, but the thing is, you, you I feel like there will be a lot of people that are oh, that have well, been saved, you know, totally. five years deep further than what I have been, and they'll be like, "Oh, okay, that could actually be." I don't know. They'll be hugely relevant for them, and they'll be like, "What?" Most the heck? people watching right now, most people, most people in the church, outside the church, they will think somehow I've got to be good for God. Yeah. I've got to behave well oh, for sure. and do something good, whatever, for him to love yeah, I mean, the, the me. Of, Somehow, the amount of there. friends that I've, I've had that have invited to church that are not in the church um, and haven't been to church for multiple years are, are like, oh, I couldn't because I swear way too much. Or I, I drink way too much. I can't be seen in there. Right. I mean, like, I smoke way too much weed to be seen in church. And it's just like, well, that's not the point. Like, well, who told you that? Who said that? You're flipping saying you always say that. But it's in your, that. Yeah, but but it's in yeah, your brain. No, it is. It's in your brain. It really is. So it's somebody a, told you. No, yeah, somebody exactly. Where is it learned? And it's just, it's like a, it's, it's such a, it's, and we talk about it all the time because it's like relationship first. Like, number one, I'm like, and that's the thing. My response is like, God's about you and not your stuff, about you. And like, He wants you to be free from, He wants you to live a life that's beyond what you can think of and better than what you're feeling right now. That's what is not, like, He's, He's calling you into that. And yeah, he might deal with it, some of that stuff. Absolutely. But he wants to deal with this stuff. Yeah. And he doesn't want you in to. In love. He wants truth. you. He wants all of you. And that's the thing, because we, we talk about that. Like, um, we talk about that with, um, about, about, I guess, certain people, because you'd have, you have drama with certain people. Like, there's, just, there's certain people that have, you know, you're like, oh, you know, like that side of them, like, I, I don't want to see that side of them, or like, I don't want to be involved with that side of them. But it's like, mm-hmm. You need to love the whole person. Mm. Like you need to involve the whole person because that's the reality of what it, what it is. But God's massive on that, and that's and it, I guess that's where it comes from. Is like you know, like we're, we're Jesus, but you know, totally. we have to do that on um, earth and love the whole person, not yeah. just the parts that yeah. we want and we like yeah. because it works better in church. But the parts that God wants still, yeah. and we need to you know love the whole person, and it's it's, it's a tough and, thing. And doing that, when we're loving that, that's how God loves us. That empowers you then to change. Yeah, well, that's it, and that's that's the thing of grace. And I remember we had that story of that um, that person that uh, got a huge um, donation, or like a they were very um, yeah. and yeah. they had to pay off a motorbike or something. Like that. Do you remember that story? 
Which one again? The motorbike? Um, I can't use names. Um, no, what? Someone had a someone had a lot of debt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. They, then someone just dropped like I think it was like, yeah. I think it was it was either five or ten grand, it was or even more. Yes. It was a it was thousands and thousands of dollars, and he was just like. He, he, we went up on stage and said, as he testified, he was like, I now understand what God's grace is. Yeah. He now understood because he's like, I wanted to straight away pay off my debt. Yeah. Like some people, you could have got that yeah. money and be like, yeah. oh, sweet, I have 10 grand. I can actually like have fun or like I can buy what I want. But he, he got extended grace and he was like, no, I need to settle my debts. You know, he's, he, and like, yeah, you could have been like, same, same thing with like, people have that thing towards um, homeless people sometimes. They'll be like, I'm not going to give them money because they're just going to spend it on drugs. You know, like there's a, I mean, there's a stewardship involved in that. I'm not saying there is, there's a wisdom there, there too. There is a wisdom. I get, I get all this. But, stuff. and that was the thing. He, he, he understood, he finally understood grace because it wasn't, he just, he got it no matter what. He got that, that $10,000 and there was no like, hey, no you strings need to debt. Yeah, no strings. But that person, I think, yeah, someone, someone got prompted by God, be like, hey, you need to give this person $10,000. No, nothing. He didn't know anything about the situation from what I understand. I don't fully remember the story. No, but how powerful it is. But it's, it's the on. thing. It's, it's just so like the powerful. thing of like, you know, grace is sufficient and it, it makes you want to change it makes you want to like realign with who god is because it's, it's a holy spirit activated it's kind of the thing we talked about yeah. the other day how like you know even like a position of um or a uh what is it called oh, position uh, uh posture of like worship yeah. posture of being you know in the bible being in the word praying like that aligns yeah. you with the holy spirit and kind of unlocks things in your life not it does it's just like unlocks levels Nah, but it, it kind of does. Like it does. It, 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 it does. It like your yeah, your spirit's you know activated, and it's yeah. kind of like it kind of takes the the front seat. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing is named Bubble Dutch after Double Dutch. That whole thing of you know, like the spirit is fully God. You know, That's right. fully pure. That's right. But your brain is not. That's right. And so you're fighting that Double Dutch of like totally. You know, and some it was, people struggle with it, especially those Christians that have gone off the rails because they're like they can feel. The spirit wanting to be like, hey, like I know, I want you to be, you know, I want you to feel whole again, but then your brain's just like, nah, like this, 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 and so yeah. But and so when you keep emphasizing the holiness, when you keep emphasizing love, people are afraid then that you take it out of kilter, you take it out of context, and you will abuse, yeah, and make a cheap and break. Are scared now of that. some people do that, but the thing is though, it won't happen. Uh, when you when you do the real love and the real understanding of grace, because mm. it is so incredibly empowering, that basically it just it just it just it just carries you. And if we mm. go into the area now of forgiveness, which is the theme for this week, mm. not so much forgiveness of God, which we've talked about. Remember the whole thing of the question that we don't ask. Remember God? Yeah, it's a sin. I, that's right, a sin to ask for forgiveness. Controversial. And the reason why is because God has actually forgiven you. You know, it says in Corinthians that now we have the ministry of reconciliation to the world. Our ministry is reconciliation that God is not counting men's and people's sins against them. <clears throat> so it means that. So what? And that's yeah. why he can't judge. That's what he can't say about homosexual laws or, or earthquakes or whatever the government does or is so evil. You can't say God's going to judge that. Now, we're going to have consequences of some of these things in our yeah. lives yeah. because they're consequences to sinful behavior, wrong behavior. Sin things means that don't align missing with, the yeah. mark. That's right. you got to have that. But God is not going to judge because yeah. of that. Because he has already judged everything in Christ. And mm. that's, the, that's the big secret. And that's the big powerful thing in my life. And so when you look at the whole area of forgiveness, the way you can forgive yourself is really to know God's forgiveness first. 
Again, it's not up to you. I used to be so afraid, you know, Jonathan. Hmm. I used to go to sleep and say, Lord, please forgive all my sins I did today. And tonight, I may do, if I die in, in the middle of the night and I haven't confessed a sin, I'm going to go to hell. I'm so scared of this because I don't know what I've done today. And so uh, please forgive me for the, the known sins and the unknown sins that I just don't know about. I use it all the time. so weird. I can't imagine that. Oh, all the time. And yeah, a lot of people but like, why would you this. Even, why would you even want to? I don't know. My my straight away is like, why would you even want to be a Christian if that's the? I like, know that's, 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 that's hell on that's earth. That's genuinely hell on earth. I was brought up this way. Out. I know, and I was freaking out all the time. It's like scared to become a Christian. Like totally. feared into, and God isn't fear, right? Like, like yeah. isn't like well, not that, but like, I don't know. It's yeah, just, but the thing is, is though, the thing is though, there's whole denominations who are still in this because when you go to church on Sundays, hmm. you take communion. And it cleanses you again for another week. And and so it's the Old Testament thing again. That mm. Once a year, this goat, but it says it will never take away the sin of the world. You're covered for another year. Mm. And we have this kind of mentality that we become sinful and things go wrong. And we go to church, we have communion, and we kind of cleanse for another week. That mm. whole thing. But that's not true, though. The mm. thing is, though, he, Hebrews, Jesus gave his life once and for all. He's taken our sin as far as the east is from the west. Doesn't mean there's still not sin. We sin all the time. Hmm. And like we talked about last time, not only negative things like anger and lust and those kind of things, we also positive things. We don't uh, have enough faith Hmm. or we don't speak enough good words or Hmm. we don't think enough good thoughts, Hmm. you know? So so the thing is, in the end, knowing how much God has forgiven us and the penalty he paid, he will never pay. He doesn't like sin. Hmm. He doesn't want us to have sin because sin always breaks down any relationship. Sin is also putting diesel engine in a petrol car. It's sin. And the reason why it's sin is because the car was not made for that. If you think about the whole area of sin, it was made for this. You are made for this. Any any abuse of the way it was made for hmm. is sin. It's missing the mark of what it was made for. Hmm. And that's and that if you look at that, it is a holy alignment of what things were made for, people were made for, life was made for, bodies were made for, mm. everything. That's like so we do it all the time. But the yeah. penalty, yes, has been paid by Jesus, yeah. and that's why we can relax, not abuse it, but actually it empowers you now to forgive yourself. Yeah, Lord, you forgive me. New Testament, Colossians, Ephesians. Now forgive one another, because God has forgiven you in Christ. Hmm. You never see it in the Old Testament. Hmm. It's always like progressive. You know, if my people call by my name, humble themselves and wicked, wicked ways, then I will forgive the land. It's an old, people use it now. Hmm. It's an Old Testament thing. It is yep. not New Testament. So when we are forgiven, we can then forgive ourselves because we know that God's forgiven us and it also empowers us now to forgive other people, hmm. which is the theme of this week, really. How do you forgive other people, hmm. you know? Yeah, that's the that's like I guess the topic that we're going after at the moment, which is cool. Um, we talked about it. We actually, as staff, we are going through Soul Talk, which mm-hmm. is by uh, Matt and Belinda Stott. Stop, start. Stott. Yeah. Stott, right? It's part of Living Wisdom, part of Dave Rudell's ministry. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, part. Um, yes, uh, emphasised from it, but they they're not. Yeah, yeah. Um, Same umbrella. Same yes. umbrella ministry. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> we don't want to get things wrong here. No. Um, but we are, yeah, we're going after um, this week. We are f- we're going after forgiveness and talking about the whole thing of, um, I guess, forgiving other people because, um, I guess, the whole thing of you you living with the, um, 
What was the analogy they used this morning? It was quite a, it was quite an interesting one. Do you remember the two graves we? Are you talking about uh, the Belinda speaking? Belinda or Matt? I'm asking the audience. I'm choosing that option. 50-50. <laughs> the two graves one. The, if you Oh, when you don't forgive someone, you're digging, digging two graves. One for you, one for I can't remember. Anyway, wow, we really learned that one. That's great. Um, but essentially, yeah, we're, we're going after the um, what it looks like to, I guess, forgive someone. Because we, we talked about it. I, I had the... Uh, I guess the thing in my yeah. My group. Now, I know back to it. Two graves. The reason why is that is, is because what you, the yeah. Face, so what you're doing, yeah. what you're doing, if you don't forgive other people, then you hold them captive by your things. So they're being held captive. Sometimes, sorry, they're being held captive in this area, but also you are being held captive with your heart issue, hmm. and forgiveness actually clears up both, because you let go of an offense hmm. and you said, I will no longer retaliate. I, t- hmm. I give it away. That's the whole point of it. I'm gonna, come, you know. Yeah. Doesn't mean you trust. The, remember, talk, trust the people. Yes, again, straight away. Yeah, trust has to be earned again. Well, that's yeah. Right? That's there's, there's there's two things in totally. there. Which but at least cool. you say so. At least you say I will tr- forgive you, and then the other people feel they've also let go. That that's really and the yeah, relationship can there, be sure can be can be restored. But trust has to be regained, and it depends how how big your offense is. You know, for course, sure. You know. And there's, there was there was there's so many aspects to it because we we talk about the one where, um, you know, you need to forgive them because you're holding that you're holding that somewhere. That's right. I mean, we we had um we had one of a, a Sozo trainer in our group, and um she was saying how you know how many people how they've there's even a story that um someone who had a heart transplant um what was it had a had a bit of thought or something like remembered a random bit of thought because it was in the in yourself because bitterness you you yeah. hold on to yeah, like yeah. it holds in your body physically yeah. and um yeah even i talked about because i remember um um mum always pointed out it was funny because she would always be like she'd point out she'd say she'd say look like that person being bitter watch them yeah they're gonna get sick yes they're gonna get sick and they're just gonna yeah and those people that are always complaining about other people yeah and like you can see it now we could i could definitely walk around on a sunday and be like yes yeah you're sick because of this like and it's it's i mean it's brutal it is very brutal yes but it is fact like it is just how it is because they don't want to forgive people they want to hold it and then and then they have to because that's the thing that we see is we see the projection of that bitterness they they're bitter towards you know, multiple people, yeah. and you can feel the projection of that. You can, everyone feels that part. They might not know who they're bitter towards, yeah. but you feel the projection of, I'm bitter yeah. towards people. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was the thing, like, getting, you know, this, the sickness alone from having that, all the physical ailments even. Um, and we, yeah, I mean, we had, we had an outrageous one, because, like, forgiveness said it's, and we, we knew someone, it was, and that's the thing, we can't fully connect it. And I don't even know if it's if it's if it's right saying this. Um but I'm gonna throw it anyway because we're talking. Um I don't even care. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um no, we had this we had this we had this um this lady that we knew and she was Mum Mum was always like, Man, I hope she stops being bitter towards people. Oh, she's gonna die. Like she she was she was hurting for her because she was like, Hey, like you need to forgive people. And she just, she didn't. She was getting very bitter, and like there was a whole lot of drama around yeah. it. And then she died of like cancer two years later. But like, and there's these elements of like we shouldn't have you know prophesied or th- you know th- even thought that because sure. it's really you know it's it's speaking that over. But there's elements where she 
did it to herself. Like, and it's, mm-hmm. she held that. She never, she never forgave. She never forgave. She and she, uh, she even had something with me, and it was just like, every time I talked to her, I was like, well, like you can forgive me if you want, because I'm done with this. Like I've parked it, but you're hurting yourself by not park, like from, from that's right. You know, by not right. forgiving someone. And she, she literally died. And I don't want to say it's all down to that. No, no, no. And it's not fair to say that. But I. Th- there's elements and, where it's a lot connected, and not 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 even just physical, also mental. Again, you talk yeah. about the whole mental emotional health. Yeah, just in your we hold brain, it somewhere. You hold you hold that unforgiveness it, and somewhere, that, and that one is sinful. You talk about God asking forgiveness. No, you can't. You can say sorry to God for the stuff you've done. Yeah, but you're already forgiven. Yeah, because Jesus says a full full work. It's finished. Yeah, but to each other. Yeah, it's important that we um, that we forgive because actually, if you hold back forgiveness, that's actually sinful. Hmm. Sinful. And forgiveness, and forgiveness isn't saying that you are going to everything's okay. No, that's the all. thing. Like I, I had this thing with um, with a certain person. I'm probably going to cut this out, but um, with a certain person where they they overstepped mm-hmm. boundaries, mm-hmm. and I was upset by that. I was just like, I feel violated, and yeah. so I I block them on multiple social medias. Okay, and they were upset by that. But I was like, well, if you're gonna keep hurting me and, and yeah. using it against me, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna forgive you because I need to let go of it. But consequences are also, I'm gonna block you. You're actually not allowed to see my life anymore because yeah, that's fine. That, you that's overstepped that's and boundaries. you overstepped. And yeah. that's not saying, hey, I trust you now. It's no. saying, hey, I'm giving you an opportunity to retrust you, but you're gonna have to earn it some other way. Mm-hmm. And it's and that was like a. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, I had a friend that um, we were, were walking and talking, and um, we, t- we I think we actually might have talked about it two weeks ago about the whole um, cheating, yeah. like cheating on a spouse. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I would never forgive them. I was like, well, that would suck for you. Yeah. I was like, and he was like, what do you mean? I was like, you realize you get hurt by that, right? Mm. Like, if you don't forgive them, you're just going to be upset and you're going to hold on to that and be like, mm. you know, you're going to be a little angry person. You're probably going to turn into a little midget you know sorry <laughs> I can't say that <laughs> little midget <laughs> alright just but um, no you're gonna like turn into a little well, you might anyway. you might no sorry yes midget. it's one of those 12 elves what are they called from snowmen <laughs> snow white snow white oh yeah the seven dwarfs yeah little grumpy you're gonna turn into grumpy there That's we go fine. full circle sorry everyone that I think your brain can become a midget care. too it can become smaller and smaller remember the small no. thing is terrible yeah and that's it, 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 but that's the thing Like, and that was the thing that we talked about self-referencing is terrible but it is a thing like he was um, and I, I brought it up. I was like, well, what about you? Like, in that situation, yeah, you've just been hurt, but if you don't forgive them, you're going to hurt. You're going to hurt heaps. Like, you're going to feel that, and you're going to project that. And he's like, well, I'm not going to trust them. I'm like, that's the, well, that's the thing. It's different. It is a difference between forgiving them and trusting them. Forgiveness is, is being like, hey, I'm, I'm actually yeah. done holding this because it's not fair that I have to hold this. Yeah. But, you know, in that, in that example... Um, it's like, yeah, I'm going to have to, you know, give space. And what that looks like is boundaries, big boundaries. That's good. You and know? we'll talk about this also next week. That's when you're powerful. Yeah. I have a question for you. Here you go. The Bible talks, every wedding I do this, every wedding. I think it's um, And every wedding I talk about the whole thing of love is patient, love is kind, it yep. keeps on going. One of the things it says, it, it keeps no record of wrong. Ooh. See, I think that's the most powerful thing. If we, if we all lived... Like that. See, yeah. that's what God does. He will not keep a record of wrong anymore. Like, tell him yeah. to Cory. Cory Tamboom, friend of our family, very famous lady. 
She says, in de Dutch, she says, je gaat met de, de zonde van, van God, de zonde van ons leven, zijn in het water gegaan en je mag daar niet vissen. So he says he put all the yeah. sins of the world yeah, into that lake and it has a little sign prohibited to fish. You, you can't fish anymore. And so she says, they're gone. And the thing is, you're not allowed to bring those things up. And so the whole, the whole powerful thing is about God does not keep a record of wrong. Now, he sees it, and he wants you to help you overcome these things. Yeah. But the penalty is gone, and he only wants to help you do it. If we, and he forgives us before we even do it. So mm. if we somehow can learn to not keep a record of wrong, can you imagine what a world this would be? Mm. How a relationship would be incredible. I'm not. I'm choosing not to hold this against you. Now that's mm. love. See, that's why I think I, I want to go deeper. I'll talk maybe some other time about. I'm on this journey right now because I'm discovering that yeah, there's mechanisms in resolving issues. Yeah. But the way to do it is even going to the even deeper. And that's the thing. You is, know, I, I know, you I'm, know, I'm aware of right now because I'm I'm thinking it. I'm like, I'm aware there's people going to be listening that are they're going to be like, well. You don't realize what that person did to me. What do you say? Like, and that's the thing. Like, I know what people have done to me. I know. I told you about this. And let's let's talk about it. Oh, let's yeah, talk but, about but, that. But, but I did already before. But, but but what? How do you want to interpret this? Then it's not just a saying. What how, what do you do with those kind of people? You have yeah. to let go. Yeah. In the end, you have to forgive. But I'll tell you what it is. I'm going to the bottom now. I think the issue and the secret is becoming love. See, when you become that, real love, hmm. see, Jesus was fullness of love. He is love. God is love. But yeah. I'll tell you why it's so important, because I'm learning this. Hmm. When you are so full of love, then it will not hurt you as much anymore, because you so, love absorbs all this stuff that's been thrown at you, right? And you yep. become love. That's why you can love your enemies. How can Jesus love your enemies? He just insulted you. He abused you. He ripped you off. He betrayed you. He did that. All that stuff. How mm. can you absorb this in love? How can you absorb this without mm. love? Yeah. You have to become love. Because love, but, in the end, yeah, has that? the other cheek, too. Yeah. So hit me here, too. So, but it's so deep. I'm not saying I'm solving all the problems right now. But there is a But what is that? Like, you've, you've just said become love. Like, what does that mean for me? What do, how do, like... I'm going to play that devil's advocate here. You just said, become love is the answer. What is, what is that? What if you just said? Become love. Make it more tangible because I, I actually don't. I want to connect with that, but I don't know what that is. Become, become loving is, is that you are able to have negative stuff thrown at you and people hurt you. But you feel so loved by God, you feel so loved in yourself hmm. that you can actually already keep no record of wrong. You can already, as they go along, you can actually yeah. already forgive and say, well, listen, this is actually not my problem. There's other demon in your life somewhere that's, that's, that, that's working on your life. Yeah. There's some hurt because you're reacting out of it. They somehow are able to to comprehend and to deal with stuff that people do to you hmm. um, that, is, that is so profound that it doesn't affect you in the same way anymore. I think that's the key that you said was they're like, because if you have so much and you let God, I guess, love you so much, then you're so, you feel so loved that nothing can attack you really. 
That's kind of kind of I'm getting off a off a duck's back. Yeah. No, you can say, oh yeah, but it's just sticking your head in the sand. Well, in some ways it is because think about it. Hmm. Think about all the stuff that happens against you. Most of the stuff, unless it's self-inflicted in the sense of you asked for it, right? Yeah. But generally, if people are really hurting you on purpose, but you hmm. like, hey man, this is not what, what are you doing? Hmm. Like someone cheats on you. Now it can yeah. be because you're dumb, uh, because you don't <laughs> give any sex or something. Or I mean, it can be like that in a marriage. I mean, it can be uh, dumb yeah. like that in I mean, the sense you, of after you, a while. That's so you know what you I mean? I mean, it can be so so in the sense of the relationship. But yeah, if there's yeah. really some bad stuff, you know, there's a reason. <laughs> I'm not going to be up. There's a reason this. why people do this. Uh, there's a reason why yeah. they hurt you, and yeah. they probably hurt because hurt people hurt people. That's it. So yeah. in the end, you can bring things. You can relativate. Yeah. This is what. Relativate. Relativere is become not relativere. That's a Dutch thing. Oh, uh, relative, uh, uh, relativate, be relative. Um, restore. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Make it relativere. Put things into context. You can actually put things into okay. context because you already. Uh, Andrew Womack is incredible in this area. Yeah. You read some of his books and he talks about this whole thing. He says, well, I don't react anymore. People are, are just really asses to me, you know. I'm just not going to do yeah. it. Because I know there's some devil is behind them or some dumb things behind them. Yeah. I'm just going to love on them. A bit like that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you're just dumb. Uh, but but yeah. you don't say it. But you say, hey, I understand this. It's not going to rock my world. Because well, I'm actually happy with myself, you know. But, you, but that's the thing. You know? I think you, you, and that's the the difference is you start seeing the person for who they are. And that's the, I think that's the big thing that I, I had it for like a whole year was that the whole thing of, Seeing, seeing people how God sees them, no matter what. Yeah. Because that's the thing. As soon as you see them how God sees them, you'll see the, the you know, um, the them yelling at you, saying you're the problem when, really they're just hurting. You know, like you can see them for. That's how, exactly you what know, it is. And that's the thing. You, I think it's the, it's the God. It's almost the God vision, like the Jesus that's vision exactly of like putting this, those glasses on. Because that's the thing. You see, you start seeing people for, who they really have been called to, not yeah. what they. Uh, fruit, you know what the fruit, yeah. or or, or yeah. whatever it is in front of you that you see, then the because that's the thing. Like I mean, you know, people react to people, but it's um because um, I remember we had that we we had oh, I can't remember exactly, but the amount of people that would react to um, especially in Christian circles to people, you know, drinking too much. Mm-hmm. There was like a whole thing around. Um, and people would have a go at them and be like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. Like, you know, just, and, and they'll just really kind of, they would see that, they would see the, the drunkenness, the heavily, you yep. know, heavy drinking yep. Yep. and be like, what are you doing? Like, you know, yep. sort, your, sort your stuff yep. out. But then the whole, the God factor is, hey bro, like, yeah. why are you there? Yeah, what's going on? Like, what's got you to this yeah. point? Why do you, you know, need like, that? Well, it's not even like not being aggressive, but like yeah. more like looking beyond and being like, "How you doing?" Being you know coming from the other stance of like, because as soon as you have the God, you know, the, I guess the God the the God glasses on, you'd be like, you'd see the person be like, like you look at the heart, you find the heart in this situation, you you get past the fruit, or I call it fruit because it's the the I guess the. Yeah, the consequence of their life, whatever yeah, that's the coming out of their life, the good yeah. and the bad, the good, yeah. yeah. Again, yeah, the good and the bad, but that's prophecy. Um, because prophecy pulls out the good stuff. Prophecy is seen with God's eyes, and you're, you're I think not it made is. for this. You're not made for that, you know, because yeah. God sees you this way because He wants you there, and that's like that's why prophecy is so powerful because it pulls out the gold, yeah. you know, into people, and uh, because people, are, yeah, anyway. And that's yeah, I guess that's a, that's a cool thing like, in the area of forgiveness is that having those having those you know that that 
looking at, at them through a, a god lens of being, you know, they've hurt you, and it's kind of like, man, like, I like I want to forgive them for me, but I want to forgive them so they can almost they have something less on their plate, so they can actually go after, you know, fixing their brokenness. Yeah. You know, because that's that's you see the person, you see the potential, but that's the thing. You can choose to look at the brokenness, or you can choose to look at what's God's actual plan that's for right. them. Am I, can, am I, and it is my is my plan to not forgive them, robbing them of a God right. plan, which is a big. That's a scary one. Totally. Like, am I of not forgiving that person? Is that you know not me not wanting to forgive that person? Yeah. Holding them back, holding them back from yeah. encountering God. Yeah, because you're offend, you're offense, man. You're offense. You can be so offended by people, and that's why you got to be so right to yourself. That's why that's why Dave Riddell is around because you've got a lot of buttons. If people push your buttons, you yeah. freak out and you you jump. Now yeah. I had a lot of buttons. I still do some, but the thing is that I'm trying to get rid of my buttons. Get rid of my buttons hmm. because if I'm rid of my buttons, you can push me as much as you can. Hmm. I won't jump. I always yeah. love you. And if you can get to that space, I'm just saying to you, I've, I've, had, I've had a revelation of it. Hmm. What can be, it's just really hard to get there, yeah. you know, to be, become love. This is really powerful, but it's like, because yeah. Jesus is like that. He's fullness of love. And that's it. We, that's what we've, uh, we've always talked about. We've talked about the fact that we are on a journey and you're, you know, you're become, like your, your journey of becoming love. Yeah. I mean, who knows? In a few weeks' time, we'll have really clear potential tangibles of what that looks like for you you'd be like man i did this mm. and that really unlocked me understanding yeah. you know yeah. becoming love yeah and that's the thing like we've that's where we want it like that's where we want to go and that's what the whole this whole podcast is about is um talking about our, our journeys and um what i guess what god's doing as well and um forgiveness is a, a crazy topic and it's been it's been good it's been a good week been a good week in the area of forgiveness um, Stu did a great message go, go listen to that um, but I think that's that's us for this week so powerful love it have we got any final thoughts no I think it, honestly this is some this is honestly there's so many people who are so bitter about mm. something that happened 50,000 years ago you know in your life you know 10, 10 years ago you know 20, 30, 40 and their whole life they're captive by it and they don't know they're actually captivating themselves they're putting themselves in prison because they won't let go they Ooh. won't forgive and putting please people in prison. That's good. forgive forgive yourself yeah. forgive other people because God has already forgiven you so that's not the problem yeah, you don't even now you are the problem yeah, now you are the problem and you're the bottleneck <laughs> like you said you're the bottleneck that's cause more offense that's why I don't want to be the bottleneck anymore <laughs> I don't want to be a bottleneck anymore for people you know come on uh. Sorry, for, for, <laughs> sorry everyone for being controversial. This That's podcast. so good. so freeing, you know? Let's um, be free. Freedom. <laughs> it's for it. freedom that Christ the set us we're free. Going, we're going after freedom we're, um, and we're going to offend some people along the way. But let's, let's, let's choose love. That's it. I think I think that's the, the whole thing. If people choosing. get offended, I'll tell you something like, if people get offended, <laughs> you still have a button. I'm really sorry. You still have oh, a button. Oh, that's a good one. Let's continue next time. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's good. That is good. That's true, though. That's true. It's true. That's very true. Who's pushing your button? Yeah. Where are you offended? Why are you offended? Flip. Whoa. Like what like David Bedell like says, he says, you're rocking my cage, you know? He says, why are you in a cage? He says, why are you in a cage? That's good. You know, it's good stuff. Love it. But anyway, we are going to keep uh, on this mental and emotional health uh, conversation. Um, so we are doing Soul Talk, uh, part two. Um, if you do want to get into a life group, um, feel free to hit us up uh, on our website. There is um, 
there is an area where you can say, I want to join a life group. Um, I would recommend doing it because doing life with people is a whole lot easier and accountability is uh, number one. Like accountability makes you grow. And the teaching this week and every week will be in the email too. So if you miss one of those sessions that we have during the week, yep. uh, we can actually put it in the email mm. to the church. So you can click on it. It's only 20 minutes yep. and listen to uh, somebody talking about this subject. It's good. Yep. And um, we are, we're, we've got some potentially some special guests, guests. Uh, that are more um, further along the journey than us in, in, in this mental and emotional health. Um, so we, we are... Stay tuned for that because we are ready. Yes, we want to get the best of the best. That's, that's, right. the, that's what Harmony's been known for. We always try and get the best and the best mm. from around the world. Mm. That's why we have so many conferences. But it is. It's getting equipped by the best. Why, right. why you know? Yeah. Done. So let's go. Anyway, that's us for this week. And um, Adieu. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but bye. Goodbye. <laughs>